36 degrees. It's 98.5 The Bowl with Tig and Daniel on uh, March the 20th. Today will be the first day of spring. Uh, this afternoon will turn into spring. How about that? Good morning, Daniel. Uh, good morning. Had the weirdest interaction with a guy yesterday. I was walking my dog, and uh, it was a guy. I think he. Uh, I think he'd been into some stuff. He was. Uh, what are they? Is it called a tweaker? The people that act really, really, really strange. The, they're yelling at the sky and things like that. I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm walking my dog, and this guy's across the street, and uh, he starts then whistling for my dog to come to him, and then when he didn't, he gave the command for my dog to try to sick me. Have what? you ever seen such? No, I've never seen anything like that. Okay, what? so he calls your dog. Your He's, dog doesn't respond. He, what's that loud whistle people do when they put two fingers in their yeah, mouth? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You hear it at concerts and stuff. Well, anyway, this guy's like, like I can't do the loud whistle. He's like, come here, boy. Come here. And I'm like, oh, Lord, what is going, going on? on this, this is because he's across the street. There's no barrier. Mm -hmm. It's just me and this guy. And he is calling my dog, whistling at him, trying to get him to come to him like there's nobody's business. And then when he, your dog doesn't respond favorably. Then he tells him to attack me. He tells, like, get him, boy. So how was your attack? He didn't attack me. I think, uh, <laughs> I guess the guy maybe thought it was his dog or, but then I, there was a lady that was walking her dog coming the other direction. And then she, then he starts, of course, whistling to her dog. And so. Okay. So he wasn't discriminating against anybody. He, any dog he saw, he liked. I was uh, unsure if he thought that uh, this was like his, his dog or he just wanted it to be his dog. Right. Well, that's an uncomfortable encounter. You're telling me. Well, you live over there where you see this kind of stuff all the time. I see it all the time, yeah. Yeah. I mean, one time I think you said late on a Saturday night you had gone to maybe get a couple, like a six-pack or something. But it's that uh, area on Denver downtown, and you said you got back on your little scooter to go home, and uh, it was uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable. I have had several interactions. It's getting bad over there close to the river. I walked out one night. And there's a door that you have to use, like, a key fob to. And when that thing shuts, you're locked out of it. Like, you're not getting back in there. And I go walking downstairs. This is pretty late at night. And I walked outside, and that the door behind me, the front of the complex, slammed shut. And then there was a guy just standing there, like, looking down at the ground. I was like, uh-oh. Mm -hmm. This ain't good. And he goes, look at these ants. The whole city's, what's it called, infested with them. And they're talking to me. Oh, so he thought the ants were talking. Yeah, and yeah. I looked down, and not only were ants not talking to him, but there were no ants. Oh, my God. And I was like, I'll see you later, yeah. brother. <laughs> yeah, God speak to you, dude. When I, the second I get locked out, <laughs> right. then there's the guy down there with the talking ants. Thank God the ants were talking to him and distracted him. Because Have you not had any interactions with, like, what's been your weirdest interaction so far? Uh, gosh, as far as that situation, I mean, I, not, not as much as you. I mean, I see it every now and then, you know, people just, they always have the same story. Could I get $2 just to get to my grandma's I, house? I would, I would love for that to happen instead of people whistling yeah, and yeah, trying like, to help. And then your son must be just terrified. Of, no, no. Is he not? No, because, uh, we've talked about it, you know, and, uh. He understands. He's actually sad people are homeless. All right, well, I'm sad, too, but also don't want to get my head cut off. I understand that, too. That's a reasonable concern, Daniel. Don't right. feel bad about that. <laughs> right. Head cut off. Not not a good day. It's uh, Jelly Roll now on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. Remember, Daniel, I got on the, the radio a few months ago, started whining because I got scared that uh, we went through a toll heading to Oklahoma City once, and I didn't have that pass or whatever, mm -hmm. but it said it took a picture of my plate and all this or and I think one time we had to run one because literally they wanted quarters. And I'm like, who in the world carries quarters? And this just happened six months ago. So I got concerned because I thought there might be like a warrant out from IRS because I'm not sure how to pay for this. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. So in that same vein, Daniel, um, you know, I got, I got concerned that people called and they said, nah, usually they're not going to mess with you until you're really egregious. I mean, like running it once isn't great, but, you know, probably not until you do it 10 times or whatever. At work, I will sometimes park in the street because it's just an easier way for me to get in the door here at work. And I will park in the street, and I'll get here, I don't know, 5.30, something like that, and I'll park out there. And then, um, and I'm illegally parking, technically, because once 8 o'clock comes around, you can get a ticket for parking out there. So I'm legal between 5.30 and 8. This is a true story right here in downtown Tulsa. And I go, okay, so I'll, I, it's easier for me to get in the building if I park on street level. I'll just do that, and then I'll kind of roll the dice with whatever happens past 8 o'clock. 
So I want to be very clear. I'm in the wrong here. I know, like, the other thing, though, is, like, if they had a meter where you could just put money in it, that might be easier. But you have to, like, download this app and stuff to park downtown Tulsa. It's, like, this big thing. And anyway, I just said, I'm just going to roll the dice. Well, I started getting a ticket here and there. And not even every day. I would say maybe once every three months I'd get a ticket. And uh, the first time around, I paid my little ticket, and, you know, I, I was wrong. I did technically park $25. Okay, that's my penance. That's what I got to do. Well, then it started, I think they got, like, a new ticket person. Mm-hmm. And this this uh, compliments this person. They're, they're on the ball. Because instead of every three months, now it's like boom, boom, boom. Now I'm getting tickets. So, so uh, what I should do is get on the app and pay for my little day of parking. But I didn't do that. So I got three in a row, like boom, boom, boom. Now I owe $75 to the city of Tulsa. I accept that. I'm in the wrong here. I want to be very clear. I'm in the wrong. Over the weekend, I get a letter in the mail, and it's from the city of Tulsa. But it didn't look like a like a bill. It didn't look like my water thing. It didn't look like IMSA or anything like that. I said, hmm, that's kind of hinky. I, it, it got my attention, Daniel. I said, oh, well, I better open this. Because you know how you get a bunch of junk mail and... I don't know if you do this, but if you get six letters, you kind of prioritize, oh, I better open this right away. So I did that. And that says, uh, we'll be happy to see in court. They're taking you to court? Well, they said, that's what they said. They said, listen, man. Have you not been paying the tickets? Okay, so here's the other thing I will say. I was in the wrong. But when you get online to pay your ticket, on the ticket, it says, I think you've got 14 days to pay it off or whatever. And then I get online and type in my little ticket number to pay it off. And it says, sometimes it takes 10 days for this to get in the system. So I'm like, well, I've got 14 days and it takes 10 days to even get the bill. Like, so you really only have four days. So in my head, I just said, I'll I'll take care of that. You know, I just kind of put it off. I got things going on in life like we all do. And um, I I saved my little tickets. I put them in my glove compartment. And I said, you know, I'll, I'll get to that eventually. Boy, they came at me and they're like, um, here's your fine. Here's your late fees for these tickets. And, uh, you know, we expect you in court. I'm like, can I pay it and not go to court? I don't know all the rules. So I need legal counsel. And, uh, Daniel, you're a legal mind. What should I do? I wouldn't say a word. <laughs> you mean pretend like it's not, it didn't happen? Well, just if they pull you in for questioning, just don't talk. Yeah, don't say anything. Say, I want my, I want, I'm willing to talk. I would just like my lawyer here. I, I mean, had it ever occurred to you just start parking in the work parking lot? Yeah, and I'm going to start doing that now. He doesn't like to walk through the newsroom upstairs. Why? I have no idea. But that's secured... why you're paying hundreds of dollars to park on the street because you don't like walking past. You don't have to walk past the set. You just have to walk past cubicles of people. Well, you know, I got up there one day and I got accidentally almost walked into Alan Crone's weather forecast or something. And I said, I don't really like, I don't want to bother those people while they're working. So I said, it's just easier if I do this. So You got some life of you accidentally walk into a closed television set in a live production. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I pulled that off. But anyway, I w- I've learned my lesson. I'll start walking through the newsroom because... As of right now, I might be going away for a little while, Daniel. Really? Yeah. You won't make it in prison, buddy. You will be assaulted in the lobby. <laughs> like the guy that does that takes the fingerprints will He'll probably be the guy up. that, yeah, that you'll be his lady friend. <laughs> 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Yeah. So I have an update if you'd like to hear it, Daniel, about, uh, but I got hit by porch pirates and, uh, you know, it kind of hurt my feelings. Uh, also, uh, we didn't have uh, paper towels for like a week because we had ordered paper towels. They think they're getting a PlayStation. The porch pirate comes up, steals this big box or whatever. They probably think they're getting a flat screen TV. I don't know what they think. Uh, but they got home and it was just bounty paper towels. So I do feel good about that because it must have been a huge letdown. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. And you caught this woman uh, taking your packages. Well, it was on video. I didn't get to see her or anything. I just saw it later, and I think we posted that video. And, you know, a woman came up, well-dressed woman. It was almost like she had a regular job, but instead of uh, getting up at 6 to go to her job, she just gets up at 4 and goes and steals some packages on her way to work or whatever. Uh, You saw how she was dressed. She didn't look like somebody in that great of need. She didn't look like she was starving to death or anything like that. She looked like she was in decent condition. So anyway, we get this porch pirate thing over there in Midtown Tulsa, and I go, well, wouldn't it be fun to, like, mess with the porch pirates? And so we put, I got a little cat about, I don't know, eight weeks ago, and so we cleaned out the litter box, and I put all the the poop in the box, an Amazon box, taped it back up, makes it look like a fresh Amazon box. I leave this on the porch because I think this is going to be so hilarious 
to get a video of somebody taking uh, a box, and we all know it's cat poop. They don't know it. But to imagine what it must have been like when they get home and they think it's going to be something awesome and it's just cat litter. Uh, so I do that, and you got mad at me because you said it's gone on too many days. Because, of, of course, as soon as I put cat poop out there, the porch pirates are on spring break or something. Disappeared. You've got people coming over there to the visit. They're trying to carry the box inside for you. Yes, and they're people like, are texting us. I'm like, that's full of poop. People are texting us like, I just picked up that box the other day. And I was like, okay, enough's enough. On Friday, you've got to get rid of this because it's it's been on your porch too long. You, now you're suffering because of it. So last Friday, I agreed as a friend. I said, all right, Daniel, if this experiment doesn't take off or anything, I will remove the package. Like Thursday, the day before the deadline you gave me to give up on the cat poop thing, there, w- there was an incident. And I was inside the house. And I'm jamming out, right? And, I, and then I go, oh, I know. I think I'll go check the mail. And I'm jamming out to like Rolling Stones and other things. And it just so happens by severe coincidence that I walked out there as a porch pirate was in action. He's still in the cat poop. And so I got this on video, and we have the audio from this, this confrontation. It's not great audio, though. Well, now, keep in mind, Ty is just going to check the mail. Porch pirate just coming to do his thing. And neither one of them are expecting to see each other on this front porch. You walk, it's like you walk onto each other like face-to-face. You ever heard the saying about animals, like, if I'm scared of a coyote, people go, no, they're more scared of you. Mm-hmm. This guy was more scared than I was because he did not expect somebody to walk out the door at the moment he was taking a package off And, I mean, porch. he had just bent down. You'll, you can see it here on uh, TikTok or Instagram, Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. Play this clip, Tiger. I wanted to break this down because I've, I've watched it several times over the weekend. Okay, so here we go. It's, it's not great audio because it's like ring camera audio, but here we go. This is the... Like, literally, I walk outside and I see a porch pirate. I'm face-to-face, probably two feet in range. And this is a big fella, too. Let me also point out that porch pirates must have healthy appetites because everybody you've ran into is a little on the portly side. All right, so here's the video, the moment of the confrontation on my front porch, an accidental confrontation. Hey. What's going on, bro? I I was trying to pick it up. For what? Mark, Thomas, Mark, this work. Now, here's what what happened. You walked out. You're listening to music on your phone. I guess. Who? Do, why? But, which, by the way, why you don't have headphones is beyond me. I just had it in my back pocket, and I was listening to music as I was cleaning the house. Uh, you walked outside, and this guy, this is a bigger fella, and he's wearing a jumpsuit and slides. What's a slide? The shoe that you just slide your foot into, almost okay. like a sandal. And he says he's there to pick up the package from Mark. I will say you were a little menacing. You were like, what you doing, brother? Like, you didn't seem nervous. I could tell he was a little nervous. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what that song is you were listening to, and I think what it is. Okay. <laughs> I've got the clip here. I believe you walk out there and you're trying to intimidate this guy listening to Cher on your phone. You're like, what you doing, brother? Hey, are you trying to steal from me? <laughs> I gotta make your day. Now, was that share you were listening to? What were you listening to on your phone? It might as well have been share. I was listening to uh, just like rock. I, no, no, no. What's the song that was playing on the on the phone when this happened? You, you, you tell know. You, I want to know exactly. Give me what shelter it was. by the Rolling Stones. That's what you're listening to? Because mm-hmm. it didn't sound like "Give Me Shelter." It sounded like share. I think you were listening to Cher at home and you trying to come what? out and intimidate this guy with I, Cher playing on your phone. I wouldn't mind that Cher song. That's a great song. But that's, you know, I love it too, but not a song you want to go into battle with. <laughs> you know, it's like, like maybe he would have been less scared of me had he heard I was listening to Cher at that exact right. moment. You, you, know? you put this up on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Which why you didn't put it up on TikTok? I have no idea. I finally put it up on TikTok, and this thing's gotten a hundred thousand or not? Well, yeah, close to a hundred thousand views so far. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, here's the problem: whenever you have anything go viral on TikTok, what what happens every time? They come after the person that posted it. Like that happened to you, right? 
I just got onto a plane once and I was thanking first class passengers and I got about a hundred thousand like idiot, fat loser, nice denim jacket alcoholic. Uh, yeah, they were calling like you that. unemployed alcoholic and things. And they don't even know, but you were the one who just posted a video and they got all right. mad at you. And what do you think they're saying about you on the video? Uh, everybody's like, uh, that had been a dead guy and all this kind of stuff. I got to say, though, that unless you carry your gun around all the time, when you go to check the mail, it was totally unexpected. I, I didn't know the guy was out there. He didn't know I was coming out there. And people are like, yeah, he'd, he'd have to eat lead that day. And, you know, I'm mad at me, and I'm the victim. Right. And everybody on uh, TikTok then started saying, like, I, you know, I would have racked my shotgun. Well, guess what? Tyke doesn't carry his shotgun to the mailbox. Yeah, yeah usually not. I mean, look, what am I supposed to do? Uh, then it kind of got into a big thing of why they were like, why didn't you run out to his car and get his license plate? Right, all that carried on. Uh, but I got to tell you, if you watch the video closely... And somebody pointed this out to me, and I didn't actually notice it when this was happening. Somebody said, go rewatch your video. There's another person in the car. Mm -hmm. So it would have been two on one. And had I decided to give him a diet of lead, what would the other guy have done? Well, first of all, are you supposed to go out to your mailbox with the gun drawn? I don't know what people are mad at me about. Well, they were just like, you should have, you let him off easy. I felt like you were trying to be intimidating, minus the share music. I felt like you were a bit menacing when you kind of, you didn't appear to be afraid. Your body language is that of uh, somewhat aggressive, but not overly aggressive. Like you weren't going to come out wielding a machete, but you did like, hey, let him know you were here. I think you handled it correctly. Everybody well, else on TikTok seems to think that you should have followed the car, got into your car and smashed into him. <laughs> like, yeah, like I don't think it's wise. Like remember a few months ago in Tulsa, a guy went out and confronted somebody getting in his car. And guns drawn and all that. And the guy who was the victim said, man, you know, I got to think about this. Do I really want to get shot over somebody stealing the gum out of my car? And so kind of in that same thought process, I was like, I want to de-escalate, not escalate this. And everybody else also, great comment. A lot of people made it on Facebook. Why don't you just let him go ahead and take the package? In the moment, then that's exactly what I, like, one of the first things I thought was like, why, why, why didn't I just say, yeah, yeah, it's yours? Because it's cat poo. But in the moment, I just, like, he set the package down. Like, it was chaos for about 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's one of those feelings in life where you kind of think, am I, am I in danger right now? Am I not in danger? It was very menacing. Well, And again, he's a big guy. Was and he he's not? He's a big boy. You can go see this video. It's on, you know, whatever social, Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. Uh, Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. But... I, the most important thing to me that I realized about two days later, somebody said, look, look at the video again. There's somebody else in the car. And, Why is and, that so uh, important to you? What if that guy was packing? Like, so I did go out there with a gun and I took care of business. That guy might have got me. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Know, of course, Ty then posts it up on uh, social media, then gets political with it. <laughs> political. Yeah, right. Boy, they were really, but they were really unfairly, yeah, they, I think, coming after everybody's you. Everybody's mad at me because I didn't like blow them away. Well, they were like, well, he, he has no repercussions. He's going to do it again. But yeah, maybe but sometimes almost getting caught or getting caught like that, maybe that'll make the guy change his ways. I don't know. And, but, but first of all, how do people still do this when every house on the block has a camera now? Every house has a camera, and people just walking up in broad daylight taking your packages. Yeah, they don't give a rat, apparently. And, and plus, I see these videos posted all the time, not exactly like mine, but um, mine's a confrontation. But other people will just say, hey, uh, I saw my little camera that while I was at work, somebody took my package. But you can't make who it, it's like too grainy to really tell what's going on. Yeah, yeah. the ring people need to, uh, is that ring? What brand is that? I've got something called, it's an Amazon version this of it. This thing looks man. like that footage of Bigfoot. Yeah. Like it's they, so grainy. It might have been Bigfoot. I, I don't even know because it's so grainy. It's like the Zapruder film. So, that anyway. is. And right. then the audio on that, you can't hear anything. You, oh, no. you got to go get a different camera. And you also got to get some headphones to listen to your music with. I can tell Tyga's fumbling with his phone trying to stop the music. I'm trying to stop the music because I know an event yeah. is taking place and I'd like good audio, but I'm trying to stop the phone. A lot of people thought that my phone was a gun I was getting ready. If you look at the TikTok comments. It was not. I was just trying to turn off my music. He's trying to stop the, you know, the cat's soundtrack so that he could come out here and con <laughs> con confront this guy. But if you'd like to see the video and, uh, you know, talk crap about me like everybody else, uh, Tiger Daniel, 
T-I-G-E and Dano. Let me see what it's up to now. Because you know, here's the problem. When you've got something that starts to go viral, then I'm sitting here watching it all weekend long, watching the numbers tick up. We're at 70,000 on that one. That's not bad. Not for our little show. It's uh, Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and good morning, Daniel. I went through a drive through the other day, Tig, at a, a McDonald's, and I always uh, order Diet Coke. And I got this thing where whenever you order a drink, whether it's diet or regular, you always wonder if they got it right or not. Mm-hmm. Do you ever taste it and like you get it in your mind like, I'm not sure if this is diet or regular? First thing I do is I look at that little button they can push down. Right. And, uh, and yeah, then I'll, I'll taste it to verify. Well, it was my dog's birthday on, uh, on last, uh, the other day, so we Wait, had what? a little cheeseburger party. <laughs> Went through Wait, the drive-thru at McDonald's. You had a party for your dog? Oh, Lord. I, a whole big weekend celebration. Wow, look dog. at that. Um, went through the McDonald's there. I got him uh, two cheeseburgers. Mm. Got myself a cheeseburger mm-hmm. and a Diet Coke. I get around to the corner where they hand you the food out the window. And the lady that made the drink is looking at it confused because she can't tell if it's diet or regular. Mm-hmm. She's just looking at it. Hand to God, she takes off the clear lid to get a better look at the soda to try to determine <laughs> if it's diet or regular. Can she tell? No. Well, and the maybe lid, she's... hold on, the lid is clear. Why would you take it off to look at it to try to determine if it's diet or not? Here's a crazy idea. If you're not sure, pour it out and start over. Then she hands it to me. I thought I, you were going to say she took a sip. That would have made sense. <laughs> Actually, I would have been less offended had she done that than just tried to look at it to determine whether it was diet or regular. Mm-hmm. What she should have done was poured it out and started over. Because then I took it, I taste of it, and then I'm unsure the rest of the, the day if it's diet or regular. It ruined <laughs> so my whole never thing. Tell? I couldn't enjoy it because I didn't know. <laughs> and you think, yeah, you're an idiot. You think you can tell if something's diet or regular by the taste, but sometimes you get it in your head a little bit. Oh, I see. You got psyched out. But why does she think she could look at it to determine? You know, I was going to have to defend her for a second. She probably does 10,000 drinks in a week or whatever. Maybe she actually can look and see There's if it's a zero, diet. Zero. She knows the industry. She's in the know. She is not in the know. And then I, you know, got no, you know, got no, I'm not masculine enough. I didn't go like, hey, I, could you just start over? Mm-hmm. But I was just baffled at taking the lid off and trying to look at it to well, determine. I, I apologize on behalf of all Tulsa. I'm sorry that your dog's birthday party was ruined because you didn't know if it was a diet coconut. Uh, I spent the day yesterday making Dan's beef for the dog. I don't know what that means. It's my beef jerky that I make. I call yeah. it Dan's beef. You've tried Dan's beef. And is it, <laughs> I think I could do a side hustle selling Dan's beef. I really do. I've brought you some of my beef jerky before that I make in the food dehydrator. You did bring some Dan's beef to work before. And you and love it. It was pretty you, good. Right? So you did that for the birthday party. Uh, the Diet Coke thing didn't go so well, but you had a somehow. Right. It still all worked out in the My end. My dog is fairly gentle, but when you bring out Dan's beef, he'll he'll snap at it like a snapping turtle, almost bite your index finger and thumb off if you're pinching it. And so my favorite thing to do, my dad, Houston's in town. I like to give a piece to my dad to give to my dog, and then my dog bites at least two of his fingers every time. And I mean, listen. Dan's beef causing all sorts I of trouble. I'd like to think my dog loves me, but he would step right over my dad's body for his one little nugget of Dan's sure, beef. Sure. Would you like me to bring you some in? Yeah, let's do Dan's beef. That's fine. Do you think I could do a hustle on that, like a side hustle? That's uh, really good. I'll give you a comp, but your, your beef is pretty good. Dan's beef is delicious. Yeah. I, you know, I was thinking maybe I could do that this year for Wolfstock. Oh, make some last, dance. Last year, um, we made Tiger Daniel's greatest dog treat of all time. So either I could make another greatest dog treat of all time, or I could make Dan's beef. Well, happy birthday to your dog. I, I didn't know. I feel bad. I didn't send him a card or anything. You didn't do nothing you for his birthday. had a big birthday. party yeah. for him and stuff. <laughs> I'm, you know what I'm going to do for you? I'm going to bring you some Dan's beef over and let you feed him. All right, let's do some Dan's beef. And you'll have uh, zero fingers anymore. Also, in like eight minutes, can we do some free tickets? Yes, we have. Uh, today, we'll do the bullfight for some Turnpike Troubadour tickets. Yeah, it's a big show, and uh, that's just moments away here on The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's high country with Tig and Dan. Are we ready for this, Dan? It's the bullfight. Welcome back into that. Uh, today, Turnpike Troubadour tickets. Is that correct, Dan? Yes, they're going to be at the BOK Center March 30th, and uh, right now, we have two contestants on the line, Tig. Uh, Cheryl Lynn... 
used to work at a convenience store. Then she worked at uh, Tulsa World for a while. Now she's retired. How has retirement been? It's nice. Do you ever get bored and stuff? Totally. It looks like we lost contestant number two, Todd. You want to get that? Let's just go to another contestant then. Did you hang up or do they hang up? Yeah, you haven't touched it. All right, I guess we got to go. Let's get another contestant real quick. Hold the line for us, okay? Gotcha. (laughs) Flawless execution as usual, Daniel. Tiger Daniel, who's this? This is Aaron. Aaron, uh, we had another caller on, but uh, she was disconnected. So now we move on to Aaron being the new competitor. If we could get uh, Cheryl in back, please. All right, hang the line. All right, Aaron, uh, what do you do for a living? Uh, contractor for the government. Contractor for the government. Ooh. You're like a spy or something, right? Pretty much. Do you have really? a top secret information? I do, but I can't tell you what about is it. it. Give us one secret this morning, uh, please. I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, just one secret. Um, there's tunnels under China Lake Naval Air Station that lead to Area 51. Okay, that sounds like a pretty big secret. I wish you hadn't told us that. <laughs> yeah, now I'm scared. Now we're going to be tracked <laughs> right. down. All right, Cheryl, are you, are you still with us? I'm with you. All right, Aaron, make sure you got that uh, radio turned down. Guys, it's 2010's Movie Trivia. All these uh, trivia questions are about movies that happened in the 2010s. Cheryl, you were the first to get through. We'll start with you. What fairy tale character was the subject of the 2010 movie Tangled? What fairy tale character was the subject of the 2010 movie Tangled? Unknown. That would be Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Aaron, what 2018 movie was about the life of Queen lead singer Freddie Mercury? That would be. Oh, shoot. I know this. Please don't give Ty a heart attack. He thought you were about to say the other word. (laughs) (laughs) Got to have an answer. Um, Oh, my gosh. It was Bohemian Rhapsody. Cheryl Lynn. What what 2019 superhero movie temporarily broke the all-time box office record? (laughs) That would be Avengers Endgame. Aaron, who starred in the movies The Master, Her, and Joker? Joker, Joker, Joker. Mm. All right. Some game you've got going on. We are tied up, I know, to zero, zero. (laughs) Cheryl Lynn, what country was the Pixar film Coco set in? Coco Beach, I don't know. Uh, that would be Mexico. Aaron. What 2012 film was about a college a cappella group called the Bellas? That would be um All right, perfect. guys. Uh well, you got it in after the buzzer. Uh, Z- we got <laughs> Zero to zero. zero, zero All right, I'm just going to go ahead and call an audible here. We're going to do a tie-breaking question. Okay. So uh, Tell them how that works. All right, guys, the next question is for both of you at the same time. Don't blurt out the answer. Say your name, and that's kind of the way you buzz in. So if you think you know the answer, just yell your name, and they'll give you a chance to answer. But, you know, the first one with the correct answer is going to win. All right, Cheryl Lynn, Aaron, uh, will you get ready to buzz in? This will be the tie-breaking yeah. question. Whoever gets this right wins. Name okay. any movie ever. <laughs> Rain, Aaron. Sherilyn. Uh, Aaron, Aaron got, got in first. first. Go ahead. Rain Man. Rain Man. And with that. Hey, knew any, any movie ever. Right. And with that, Aaron is going to go see the Turnpike Troubadours March 30th at the BOK Center. Who are you going to take to the show with you? I'm going to take my girlfriend, Gina. Oh, Aaron and Gina. Hey or I, didn't, I didn't offer them. You can if you want, uh, Aaron. You can hold on to those tickets for you and Gina, or you can give them to Cheryl Lynn. It's completely up to you. No, the next day is my birthday. We've been wanting to go, so this is for us. 
All right. Well, thank you guys both for playing. Aaron, hang on the line. i got to get some information from you. Uh, Tig, we have more tickets tomorrow, but it's going to be a different artist, and I can't even reveal who it is until after 8 o'clock. It's a, like he's got top-secret information. You also possess some top-secret information. Can't even announce the show, but it's a big one, and you'll want to be here tomorrow at 740 for another edition of the 98.5 The Bull Fight. Good morning, guys. It's Luke Combs with Tig and Daniel. Uh, Daniel, I had that uh, box of cat poop on my uh, porch because uh, I'd been hit by porch pirates, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I said, I'm going to teach these boys a lesson or these ladies, whoever. And uh, so we filled up a box with cat poop, and then we've left it out on the porch. And I guess it was going on 10, 11, 12 days or something. And you got disgusted by that. You said, Tig, you got to get the cat poop off your porch. That's disgusting. Two weeks old now. And people who were coming over to my house, like the babysitter, she would pick up the package and bring it in thinking she was doing a lovely thing, but really she was just holding cat poop, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and you said, Tig, you got to stop the experiment because nobody was taking the package of cat poop, but there was an incident, Daniel. Finally, something went down, and it wasn't what we expected. What I wanted to have happen was us, we'd all get a video of somebody coming up and taking the box, and then we'd all get a good chuckle because we all know it's cat poop. Mm-hmm. You know, and they think they're getting away with the PlayStation, but really it's just cat dung. And uh, that did not happen, did it? There no. was a, it was more escalated than just a video that happened to me. And uh, we've got this up on TikTok right now, Daniel. Right. And I got to tell you, uh, I put this thing up on, was it Friday, whenever it happened? I put it up on TikTok. It's ruined my whole weekend because I, whenever something starts to get some traction, you just keep logging in to check it. Did you keep logging it in? Like it got like to 1,000, then 2,000, then 3,000. I was always like, 70,000 people have seen this. I just was reading the comments and I just found it odd that I was the victim of a porch pirate. And you can see the confrontation that happened. I mean, I actually was face-to-face with this person. People are blaming you. They're saying that you should They're have done more. They're mad at me because right. I should have done more. But I was the victim. Anyway, you can see this video and, uh, you know, blow me up like everybody else wants to do. Uh, Tiger Daniels on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And you there can were see a the few video. people that, was def- that defended you. Yeah, that was all right. You know, everybody was like, you should have shot him. And then people were like, wait a minute. Could you imagine if you had to go before the judge and uh, say that you shot this guy? Well, also, I don't And hold carry... on, the judge has got to be like, now, what was he stealing that made you shoot him? Oh, just a box of uh, cat poop. Right. Then you're going to like an insane person. That, that story would then go viral all across America. Every news station would pick it up about you being the weird guy that had a box of poop on his yeah, and, uh, porch and then shot somebody. Yeah, but you also, that. I don't carry my gun to check the mail. Anyway, it's, it's complicated, but you can go watch the video. Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok right now. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Northbound 244 heading into downtown Tulsa. There's a slowdown at West 23rd Street and also a brief delay on westbound 24 heading into the IDL downtown. Quick look at your traffic. I'm Randy Fuller. Uh, it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Welcome into uh, the first day of spring and did you see where we take a look at what the heck's going on around the world good morning daniel what you got uh well tig you uh, saw that the ncaa wrestling tournament was in town over the weekend did you have to get up involved in any of that like did you get caught up in any of the traffic or no but uh, i had a buddy that really wanted to go because uh he likes donald trump a lot mm-hmm. and he <laughs> this is wrong somebody teased him with tickets and said We've got tickets, and by the way, Donald Trump's going to stop by our suite. But then he couldn't come through on it. So, like, well, I mentioned it in the first well, place. Why would so Donald Trump guy, go by anybody that y'all knows sweet? I, I guess, I don't know what, why was he in town? Does he like wrestling, or he was, was he just here with, for uh, political? Senator Mullen. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Kind of uh, that kind of it. situation. Right. Did he, in fact, end up coming, though? I, I never yeah, really saw, I saw him. pictures of him down in the crowd and, you know, talking to people. And, yeah, so the... Uh, president Trump was here, but, you know, when you're not a president anymore, it's less commotion. I mean, it's not all these street blockings that are usual for a sitting president. So, I mean, you might have missed him, but he was here for a moment. And they say that they brought like $19 million to the area, this uh, tournament. Yeah, it's a big tournament, NCAA wrestling. Uh, so now that's, what's the next big thing that we have coming up there? Oh, uh, how long do you have? <laughs> I mean, Tulsa is like on fire. And I'm kind of concerned because if people start finding out Tulsa's, you know, a pretty cool place, they'll all move here. That's another thing I, I read on News on 6 that in 2021, I believe, 
7,000 people moved here, and then they're, they're expecting like 60,000 more by 2027. And I did all the, the calculations. That's about 20 people a day are moving mm-hmm. to the area. And you're only talking about Tulsa proper. You're not talking about people that are also get, uh, going to Bartlesville or whatever. Like the area is getting popular, which kind of concerns me because we used to live in a city uh, that was just a regular city, and it was a good good place. It's called Nashville, Tennessee. You might have heard of it. And then in 10 years while we were there, Dano, it became a major city but they couldn't keep up with the the influx. So they didn't, like, pave any new streets. There was nothing new. Uh, so imagine if Tulsa just stayed Tulsa, but a million people were here suddenly. That's what you're... That's what I'm concerned about. Yeah, so now that I'm here, I want everybody else to stop. Yeah, it's kind coming. of a weird thing. Like, we moved here, but now that we're in, we don't want anybody else to... But, I, you know, here's the thing. I, I couldn't... If I... Wouldn't be able to tell somebody not to move here because I think it's great. It's my favorite city so far. Don't you just love so. it here? Yeah, and I have buddies that have spent their whole life here. And uh, I think the perspective, they can't really notice because they've never lived anywhere else. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. Tulsa doesn't suck. I mean, we have our problems. Every city does. I mean, I've never seen so many traffic cones in my life. But, I mean, there's things that aren't perfect. But, I mean, in general, it's things great. are reasonably priced. You got great food here. Uh, and I'm concerned that people are going to catch on. They need to do a PR campaign and run ads in other markets that makes Tulsa look bad. Right. <laughs> so That's why you need to start doing that in order to keep people away because <laughs> yeah. we, it's like a hidden gem right now. And people are going to discover the right. gem. We need we but, need commercials like Tulsa's infested with rats. You know, like try to stop people from coming. Right, like, yeah. Uh, Move uh, to Tulsa if you like vermin. Right. The whole city smells like Bradford pears. Those trees, you know, smell like... I don't know. Oh, it's springtime, too. We're going to oh get a little taste of that. Do they have those... Uh, don't say taste. Do they, ha- do they have those Bradford pear trees here? Yeah, well, we got a call one day, and Whew. you can smell those trees. And well, What is that? That, that sounds like butt. Google whatever you want about that and find out what we're talking about, but yeah. Bradford pear trees. Smells like people that live on battleships in the Navy. All right. I didn't get that, but fine. They, they just are. It's a if noticeable smell. If you're a Navy smell. and you spend time on the ocean, what's your name? What are they called? A midship, a seaman? <laughs> see what I did right. there? Yeah, I got you. Uh, did you see this? Guy's not having a, <laughs> not having a good, good time gotcha. here. A 55-year-old uh, police captain from Oklahoma City. So he's already got caught on camera uh, for a DUI. He's leaving this poker game about 1.30 Saturday night. Gets pulled over for possible DUI. Now, the uh, sergeant that pulled him over has his body cam on, and the guy getting pulled over, the police captain in Oklahoma City, is like, hey, turn the camera off. Oh, because he's like, hey, we're kind of brothers here. Uh, don't arrest me for DUI. Make sure your camera's off. Right. Well, this guy, this sergeant, just couldn't do it. and uh, We got audio. Yeah, listen to this. You've been drinking tonight. I just got a ride. You've been drinking tonight, sir. I'm a captain on the police department. What police department? Oklahoma City. I'm not turning my camera off. Please. I know you're aware of our body cam policy. You know I cannot turn I, off this body cam. I do, but I'd like to talk to you. I can't mm-hmm. do that, sir. Please. I'd like to talk to you. I'll talk you, to you once we're done. You can turn it off. You can turn it on. I can turn it off once I'm done with my investigations. Okay. I, I don't not, show favoritism to anyone, regardless. I don't I, care if you're a gangbanger or the president of the United States. Sir, I'm not asking you for that. If I was to treat you differently than I was to treat, like, some south side loco or some pedo, how's that look on me? Sergeant Skinner, please. Okay, once we complete the test, I'll turn off my body cam. Right, go ahead and turn around for me. Put your hands behind your back. Are you going to arrest me, sir? Yes, I am. Can I talk to you? Can we get the camera off now? Yeah, we'll turn the camera off now. Thank you. Now, this uh, James French, that's the guy from Oklahoma City that got arrested. I think had he just been quiet the whole time, this thing wouldn't have gone viral. But the fact that he's like, hey, turn that camera off. Turn the camera off. It's made it go viral. Now, I saw it on TikTok. Several people uh, had posted it on TikTok. There's a lot of things that, um, you ever heard of the Barbara Streisand effect? No. You know what that is? All right. It's actually kind of interesting. there was like TMZ taking photos of her house and publishing Barbara Streisand's house. And she said, well, I'd, I'd rather you not do that. And so she sued him. Nobody was paying attention to those photos, really. It was like one just a web page. But since she sued him, it became a big deal. And more people saw the house because it got into the mainstream media. 
kind of the same thing here. Like, maybe if the guy would have not said a word, maybe, uh, I don't know. But since uh, he was kind of asking the guy to turn his camera off, it actually got more attention than it would have. And repeatedly asking yeah. him and whispering it. And uh, the guy had been employ employed with the police department for 32 years and all this over leaving a poker yeah, game. look at that. Uh, also... Like you said earlier, first day of spring. Can you believe it on Wednesday it's going to get up to like 80? Yeah. Man, that is awesome. Yeah, now that all the everybody's back. Uh, what are you pointing outside for? I just waved at a coworker. Oh. Now that uh, all the <laughs> – well, don't do that. Don't point outside like there's something crazy going on. Not, I'm facing the wrong way. Uh, and that, now that all the kids are back in school, now, of course, we're going to have beautiful 80-degree weather. Yeah, the timing didn't work out for spring break that good. I mean, uh, you know, I knew some buddies that were going down to the beach and stuff, and even the beach was kind of chilly, you know. Uh, it's just hit or miss with spring break. St. Patrick's Day was a little cold, you know. you A little cold. You have this great outdoor thing. You got St. Patrick's Day, and, uh, you know, we had just gotten through some 70-degree days. It's St. Patrick's Day, uh, 10 degrees, it felt like. Also, did you see this uh, starting tomorrow, Tug? Hmm. At our 740 bullfight, we could announce it today, but it's going to be John Party tickets. John Party tickets what? tomorrow. That's right. John Party is going to be at the BOK Center December 1st, 2023. So something to look forward to. Tickets go on sale March 24th, but we have them tomorrow for the bullfight. All right, so 7.40 every morning, John Party tickets are free. That's fresh off the press. That's brand new That's right. news. That's breaking news. And then uh, our 6.40 giveaway tomorrow will be tickets to the Turnpike Troubadours. So we got it both, 6.40 and 7.40 tomorrow and all this week here on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. You know, you remember a few months ago... Uh, I needed a, a stump grinded, you know, and I, I tried to burn this thing. I poured salt on this thing. Uh, we just wanted the stump gone. And uh, and what I did was, he didn't like this very much. Good morning, it's 98.5 The Bull. I found a guy who works for the city, and he was out there cutting up another stump in the city. And so I walk up to him, almost like a kind of like a drug dealer or something. I'm like, yo, psh, you want some, because uh, this, this stump I have is not on city property, but he's got the city equipment with him. And I go, you know, well, I wonder if this guy just wants to roll this over to my yard and cut up the stump. And, you know, and it's kind of like, psh, psh, you want to, you want a little extra? You know, you got, you know what so I'm talking about? So you bribed the city worker, then got on the radio I didn't and told him. bribe about anybody. It. I paid him. Okay, that's a bribe. And then you got on the air talking about it, which is, you know, a bribe is fine, but then to rat him out is also wrong. So you're, con you're more like uh, upset about that I'm running my mouth about it because right. he did something he did you a solid you shouldn't get on the radio and talk about it then it, you know that gt bonham's going to open a full investigation now and this guy's career could be over thanks to you well you know what you might be on to something because i did pay a city guy and he used the city stuff to get the stuff right. out of you my think yard. he gave that to gt uh -uh. like, he put that in his pocket yeah that was his money and uh maybe some karma's caught up with me because anyway they they, they were cutting up a stump on city property near my house but i had a stump in my yard and so that's kind of how i worked out that deal well, anyway, I have a guy who helps me with my lawn, you know, and stuff. And so I call, I call him and I say, hey, Jacob, uh, I have a situation where they, they grinded up a stump, but there's like a pile of wood chips in my yard now. And, I, you know, I don't have a trailer. Would you be interested in doing this job? Um, I even tried to burn them in the fire pit. They were just too wet. And I just need to get it out because spring's here and we're ready to go in the backyard. So I call Jacob and I say, hey, would you knock out that pile for me back there? Do, do you know this story? Did I already tell you what happened? Mm -hmm. Jacob says, yeah, man, I'm on it. I'll get it done. I said, there's not even any rush, man. You like enjoy your weekend, but if you could get around to it whenever you can. Uh, and then, and then later on, I get a picture from Jacob and he's showing me a picture of the work he's done for me and said, look, I, I got up the little wood tr the trimmings and you owe me 75 bucks. And I go, okay. He picked up the wrong pile. He picked up the one the city left. Wait, you have two piles of it in your yard? I told you that there was a pile. They cut down a tree out on city property near me, and that's oh, how I got the wrong pile. That's, that's how I got the guy to come do mine because I walked out there and said, psh, 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 psh. "The long guy comes and gets the the wrong pile." So in a way, I've paid back the city. So now, yeah, actually, you have. So what what do you still give him the seventy five dollars, or does he bring back the other pile? Yeah, how's it going to work? I think I'm going to give him the money because uh, now that I look back at the text thing. I wasn't very specific. I just kind of assumed he knew I was talking about compiling your yard, the backyard, not kind of the side yard on city property. But anyway, um, so GT Bynum and the rest of the boys up there at City Hall or whatever, 
I just did y'all a solid, so you can't do anything to me, right? Like, you're welcome. To, I did this for Tulsa and the taxpayers. I just saved Tulsa $75 in wood chip removal. So and you're poor Jacob, by the way. Yeah, he came and picked, he did the wrong work. Oh, my word. <laughs> you ever hear that story where, so, I mean, it even gets worse. You ever hear those stories about a crew will get an order to uh, demolish a house? And, and then they go and demolish the wrong house? That's a little miniature version. My Uncle Calvin in Alabama went to replace a stove hood, got to the people's house, and they were like, oh, this stove hood doesn't look bad, but if they want me to get rid of it and put in a new one, I will. The guy does it, and then about... Uh, He's just about to complete the job. Then he goes, wait a minute, I'm in the wrong house. <laughs> so, so he's broken into or inadvertently opened the door and gone into the wrong up. house. Not only that, replaced their stove hood. New stove hood. <laughs> this is Morgan Wallen. What a uh, career he's having. He's on fire. It's 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country. Good morning, Daniel. You know, you, normally you listen to a radio show and they're like, uh, follow us on TikTok. I, I'm asking you not to because people are too mean on TikTok. We've uh, we have a couple of instances, Tig, where a couple of our TikToks have gone viral. And uh, for instance, on one of mine, I'm going through a plane and I'm, congra I'm congratulating everybody in first class. I'm just like, congratulations, congratulations. Gets a million views. Well, when you get a million views, you get about ten thousand mean comments. Mm -hmm. uh, you had a situation where you accidentally walked out and saw a porch pirate. Just happened last week, and. That interaction kind of gone viral. It's up to about 70,000 views right now on TikTok. Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. And then what people, everybody's like, oh, I can't believe you let him get away with that. Uh, I can't believe you didn't do this. I can't believe you didn't do that. They're talking mean about you. Yeah, basically, I had gone to my porch at the exact same time a porch pirate was grabbing my package. Hey, now. And... Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and he left, and uh, people were mad that he left because they said I should have done something. But, you know, what was I going to do? So I promoted that uh, video on Friday. We talked about the uh, big update this morning. And then that leads to more people following us on TikTok. And then somebody uh, followed us on TikTok. And then there was a video of me and my dad. Uh, I was letting him try sushi for the first time in Alabama. Me and him sitting there. And this guy's like 68, 69 years old. Never had sushi. Or sake, excuse me. Sake. Sake. So somebody, a new follower, then on TikTok, watches that video and says, which one is Daniel? <laughs> so it's all this is hurting they my feelings. You with so, a seventy year old. Yeah. So like, unfollow us. Don't follow us on TikTok yeah, because so mean. it hurts my feelings. Yeah. Just don't follow us. People are mad. They were calling you like a drunk alcoholic, and I, you know all this kind of stuff that all you did was post a video. Mm -hmm. But people come at it for you. I accidentally ran into a porch pirate at my house, and people were mad at me. I guess I was supposed to kill him. I, I don't know what I was supposed to do. But, but you got to go see this video. No, uh, no I don't oh, want, wait, wait, don't I don't go want see people the video. to because the second that people make mean comments, which one is Daniel? I don't look 70. And I'm a young man in my 20s, and people would ask me. Which one's which, Daniel? Which one is Daniel? All right, well, uh, don't follow us at Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel, not on TikTok, not on Facebook, not anywhere. Please, yeah. I don't want to be on social media anymore. Everybody hurts my feelings. I made a total... Jack of myself the other night, Daniel, if you'd like to hear it. At River Spirit Casino, nonetheless. How did you do that? I went down there. Um, you, you didn't make it, but I was there for Ashley McBride. Mm -hmm. And part of our job sometimes is before the show, we'll go back and say hello to Ashley, and we'll get some pictures for social media and all that kind of stuff, right? Well, anyway, we got a security guard that I love down there uh, at River Spirit. And we always see him all the time, and he's always, like, nice to us, and he's always the one that lets us back there, right? Did I sure. tell you the story of what happened? No, what happened? So I, I go backstage to see Ashley McBride, and we, we've known Ashley for a little while now, and it's always good to see her or whatever. But Jay Leno had been at River Spirit a couple of nights before, and News on 6 did a story about it because there's a, uh, there's a girl here, a lady, who is a reporter, and her name is Ashlyn Brothers. And so she gets to go down there and interview Jay Leno for News on 6. And, you know, talk about his little skits he's going to do and all that. But the reason she went down there is because she had appeared on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno as a child. Really? Wow. And so she went there with a picture, and Jay Leno's there, and she shows him the picture. This is all, on, like, News on 6. And Jay probably didn't remember it, but he's like, oh, that's so cool. You were on the show, like, da-da-da-da. So they do the interview, and he's going to be at River Spirit, and everything's great. But another guy I saw on camera was our buddy, security guard. You know the guy I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. 
And so I got excited because I'm watching news on six of my little boy. And I said, I know that guy right there. And my son's like, you don't know that guy. Like, he's kind of a celebrity now. He's on News on 6, walking Jay Leno around. He's security for Jay Leno. So I get down there to see Ashley, my bride. And there's Ashley in the room, and everybody's chit-chatting with Ashley. And I, like an idiot, forgot to say hey to Ashley and walked over to the security guard and said, what was Jay Leno like? Oh, was no. he nice? At the, the at her meet and greet yeah, thing. Yeah, so at Ashley McBride's meet and greet, I'm over there talking to the security guy about what Jay Leno must have been like to be around. Because, I mean, I think he was on television for like 25 years, and he was a mainstay of uh, American culture in a sense. So I was very excited, and I said, you know, did Jay, like, stay in Tulsa? Did he stay at the Mayo? What does he do? And he's like, nah, this guy flies in. He flies right out. You know, he's gone. And so I, I just blew it at the uh, Ashley McBride meet and greet because I was so interested in what the security guy said about Jay Leno that I think I hurt people's feelings. Well, enough of this boring story. What was Jay Leno like? Well, I don't, I don't know what he's like. I don't have well, a... Well, how did the security guard say is what I'm he asking? He said he was super nice. Yeah? He said he was a lovely guy and, like, easy to... A lot of celebrities, like, you'll ask them if they'll do something for you, and it's like, well, no, I don't I don't feel like doing that. Or, you know, can Tyga Daniel sit down with you and interview? Well, I don't know. It's got to go through, like, 10 people or something. Uh, he said Jay Leno was just kind of like, yeah, whatever you want. You know, I'll do it, whatever. And he flies in and out. I wonder if he even brings a suitcase because every time you see Jay Leno, he's wearing that denim shirt and denim pants. He only needs like one thing, right? Right. Yeah. And I mean, what a great gig because uh, these comedians, I was, when I was in college, you know, I was part of some kind of organization that brought comedians to college. And there's a, a, a comedian you probably know, but back then you didn't know him. His name is John Stewart. And we paid John Stewart $30,000. $30,000 to do an hour of comedy at, like, college night at our school. And you know what he brought to the show? A water bottle. I mean, you know, there's a lot of bands that make a lot of money, but they don't have to have 15,000 people set up a stage when you're a comedian. You just come out there. So Jay Leno, he doesn't do anything except bring himself. He makes, like, I don't know what he makes, but that's a good gig, right? Did you think the comedian would bring his suitcase to the auditorium with him? No, I'm just saying, like, they don't have to set up a big stage and have crew and guitarists and stuff. Got it. Comedian you were, you're just... blown away that John Stewart didn't bring his luggage out on the stage. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I want to apologize to Ashley McBride, I think. Oh, man, I meant to I ask you about this, too. Sorry, yeah. this is we're all over the place here, but how was that Ice Cube concert you went Ice to? Ice Cube? I, I just knew you were going to go see that. I, I freaking loved it. Was Ice it good? Cube? Oh, man, it was so good. And there's another guy that doesn't bring a band or anything. I think they, like, almost play a karaoke track, and he just sings it. But it's, I mean, he didn't have a drummer. There's nothing going on except Ice Cube and one of his buddies get up there. And, the hype man. Yeah. And uh, it, it, was, it was awesome. It's, uh, they have such great shows at River Spirit. Well, one, one last question. What, right. what, did he, what did Ice Cube end with? Uh, he sang some, uh, God, what did he, mm, it was N.W.A. It was, it was, the, uh, it was uh, straight out of Compton. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, one of the big ones, right? But the other guys from NWA weren't there. No, 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 no. They just, he's just, kind of like Paul McCartney still sings Beatles songs, but they're just not around to do it with them. Got it. So it's a pretty fun show.